for Black Americans, spreading holiday cheer has also meant reflecting on the injustices in our society and actively working towards doing something about them. Historically, Christmas was one of the only times when some enslaved black folks were given time off from the grueling work of plantation life. And this is why Christmas is the most celebrated of all holidays. But also, like all the holidays, people celebrate it differently. But Kwanzaa is the only holiday African Americans have for themselves. Some of us celebrate Kwanzaa and Christmas. Unlike Christmas, Kwanzaa is to celebrate the struggle and unity we built to get to freedom and to get to this new world, but now it's like we went a thousand years backwards. Kwanzaa was founded in 1966 by Dr. Malana Karenga and first celebrated the same year, which makes sense considering throughout the 60s to present day, black people have been the subject of bad or negative press and the subject of police brutality. Kwanzaa was there to give back people hope in all the darkness of oppression they had to deal with and they're still dealing with today. Just like Christmas for the Christians and Catholics and Hanukkah for the Hebrews, Kwanzaa was founded for the celebration by all African Americans, no matter what your religious beliefs are. So I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. This is Professor Cass saying welcome to the You Tell Me Show. Gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, now fight for yours, man. You tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. Welcome to the You Tell Me Show, the show where we discuss some of the most interesting topics from the previous week. That's the You Tell Me Show featuring Professor Kaz. I need somewhere to go to get my vocals recorded, get some photographs taken, and shoot some video. I wish I knew a company that did all of that. You've never heard of the Street Artist Media Group? No. Who's a street artist? The street artist is in Columbia, South Carolina. They do photography, audio, video, and podcasting. You should check them out. Well, how do I get in contact with them? I could use them for a lot of things that I need to get done. Look them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. You can even email them at streetartistllc at streetartist.com. Ask for the professor. He'll be sure to help you out. Thanks for the info. I'm going to contact the street artist and get all of my creative needs taken care of. That's the street artist, your one-stop shop for all your media needs. Of all the genres, 
Rap music is arguably the most creative when making Christmas songs. Instead of updating old standards of the season that were done in yesteryear, rappers have used lyrical ingenuity and adept musicality to make memorable songs that are in constant rotation during the holidays. Since the early days of rap music, the genre has had close ties with the Christmas second and one of the earliest examples of hip-hop's affinity with the holiday season is Curtis Blow's Christmas Rapping. Christmas Rapping was released in 1979 and produced by the legendary multi-instrumentalist Larry Smith, who curated the songs of early rap music. Christmas Rapping captured the disco sound, the number one genre of music at the time. Recalling the recording session, Curtis Blow described the track's production has his own brand of progressive disco funk. Now let's move right along. Before Kumo D gained success as a solo rapper, he was a founding member of one of hip-hop's pioneering groups, The Treacherous Three, along with L.A. Sunshine and Special K. Appearing in one of hip-hop's earliest feature films, Beach Street, they performed Santa Rap as a nightclub skit in the movie. Kumo D rap, and I ain't even got a chimney for you to come down, so ain't no need for you to be coming around. Cause the last so-called Santa that came with a sack wasn't giving out presents, he was taking them back. By 1987, Run DMC had ascended to the stratosphere as global superstars. The previous year, they released their smash album, Raising Hell, which sold over 3 million copies but they were approached by their publicist, Bill Adler, to create a holiday song for the Special Olympics benefit album, A Very Special Christmas. The trio from Queens was not originally excited about the idea. Eventually, the icons decided to record the song after Jam Master J chopped up a sample of Clarence Carter's Backdoor Santa. According to Reverend Run, a classic was born in the form of Christmas in Hollis. In celebration of hip-hop's 50th anniversary, the culture's contribution to Christmas music is often overlooked. However, rap music as a genre gained its legitimacy because of the success of Christmas rapping. Essentially, rap music is the gift that keeps on giving. Keeping the spirit of the season throughout his career, Curtis Blow is currently on tour with Hip Hop Nutcracker, which was also released in 2022 as a TV special that he was featured in. He says he owes his success in the hip hop to Christmas rap. 50 years later, we're still here. Back in the 80s, people told me rap was a fad and that I should keep my day job. Curtis Blow laughed 50 years later, we're touring right now with the Hip Hop Nutcracker in venues across the country. Hip-hop is still celebrating the Christmas season 50 years later. Hip-hop and Christmas go hand in hand. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. Why are you singing carols by the side? 
welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. I know this is the holiday episode, but this year in particular is also the 50th anniversary of the creation of hip-hop. Me being from hip-hop's first generation and proud to see that the culture I grew up with has survived and flourished after most people called it a passing fad. Hip-hop has been around longer than most young people understand, and it stands for a whole lot more than just rapping and dancing. The story goes that on August 11th in 1973, DJ Cool Herc, a building resident, was entertaining at his sister's back-to-school party and tried something new on the turntables. He extended an instrumental beat by breaking or scratching to let people dance longer, i.e. break dancing, and he began emceeing what we affectionately call rapping today during the extended breakbeat. Thus, hip-hop was formed. Along with them singing and DJing, dancing and graffiti with knowledge of self made up the principles of hip-hop. Fast forward 50 years, and we have finally been acknowledged by such organizations as the Grammy Awards. But I asked the question, our culture has been virtually ignored by this organization up until now. Why the sudden change? And why, after so much negativity, has been injected into what they call hip-hop today? Those forms of music are not hip-hop. It's rapping, but not hip-hop. Where is the knowledge of self? I've wanted to discuss this for quite some time, and then I came across KRS-One explaining what I wanted to say all along. So I just let the teacher do the talking. Here's KRS-One on the state of hip-hop and the Grammy Awards. So when I got the call, I immediately saw, nah, nah. First of all, it's the Grammys. You get no respect here. None, none. You have no respect here. Now, we respect your existence. We know you exist. <laughs> and we know that you, you're the Grammys. We understand that. And we respect that, your existence. But you ignored hip hop for 49 years. At the 50th year, you want to call us? 49 years, you ignored us. The 50th year, that's when you call. You couldn't even call on 47 and gear it up to at least 50. Okay, at least get us into 47. No, you wait till the 40, you wait till the 50th year to want to call hip hop's authentic teacher. Nah, you don't get that privilege. I refuse to show up. Y'all go ahead and play games with yourselves. The last part that I did see of, of this thing, I, I, I haven't seen the show, so I can't judge everything. You know, uh, see, I don't want to say nobody's name, but I'm just saying, if we know, let me put it this way. If we know, okay, this is truth now, okay? Nobody's opinion. No, forget how we feel. Forget theory. If we know for a fact that hip-hop is breaking, MCing, Graffiti art and DJ. Now we can argue these other ones, but we know for certain 
that what we call hip hop is breaking MC and graffiti on DJing. We know that. We've all decided on that. We've all agreed on that. Books are written. Documentaries are done. We all know this. So what is all this other stuff? Like what, what is what is this other stuff that you're calling hip-hop? Uh, that's not hip-hop. So if you're going to do a hip-hop 50th anniversary and you're going to call hip-hop to it, you have to have hip-hop there. Hip-hop was not there. Rappers were there. Very respected rappers were there. But it wasn't hip-hop. Because hip hop would have got on that mic and said, F the Grammys. You dissed us for 49 years. Now you were, that would have been in a rhyme. You fuckers are corny. <laughs> we had that shit going in a freestyle if that was real hip hop. But it wasn't real hip hop, so let y'all go ahead and have fun at a party. Now that was KRS One, hip hop's unrivaled an unquestioned teacher. I couldn't have said it any better if I tried to myself. So to my brothers and sisters out there, let's get back to real hip hop. Let's take back our culture that has been exploited over the years. Let's make organizations like the Grammys respect us for who we really are, the voice of the hood. Let's remember our principles as well. DJing, breaking, MCing, and graffiti art along with knowledge yourself. Your platform should be used to uplift the hood, not to glorify it. Hip-hop used to be a way out and a way to take your brother with you. I still wear my shell toe Adidas, Pumas, and Felines. I'm a b-boy for life, just a grown and sophisticated one now. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Have a Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa, and a Happy New Year. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. Christmas carols fill our hearts up with cheer. Jingle bells, a silent night, we all will join in. Singing the song to bring back memories of a time when life seemed more simple at the end of the day. And families came together, bonded by memories. Here have some Savior's holiday Can't wait to taste my grandmom's cooking Wondering what my cousin's doing Can't wait to come together on Savior's Day On my Savior's holiday Never forget the reason for this Wonderful day we all call Christmas Can't wait to come together on Savior's Day From Santa's list on the mind of a child 
wondering if the naughty list has their name written down. As we all come together, let's be sure to make time to remember the reason for this day. This is Make evenings bright and you admire the tree Remember that a child was born to save humanity The reason for this day is that our Savior was born With the charge to redeem both you and me Our Savior's holiday Welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. Y'all got to hold on to your hats for this one because this one is a doozy. T.D. Jakes is being signaled out for being a part of Diddy's inner circle of debauchery. Have y'all seen the internet going wild lately? America's most prominent pastor, T.D. Jakes, began trending on the internet on December the 21st after a TikToker made certain shocking claims regarding the Christian pastor. On December 21st, a TikTok video from user Maisha surfaced on X, formerly Twitter, alleging that the R&B singer Cassie Ventura had supposedly handed over evidence to the FBI incriminating Diddy a month after she filed a lawsuit accusing him of heinous acts of violence during their decade-long relationship. While Ventura has since settled the civil lawsuit against the Bad Boys record founder, social media user Maisha alleged that she had submitted further evidence to the FBI, including tapes of Diddy's parties and Kim Porter's burner phone. Porter, who passed away in 2018 at age 47, raised four children with Diddy. The TikToker went on to claim that there was also an email that incriminated Diddy's close friend, Pastor T.D. Jakes, who officiated the burial of Kim Porter. 
Maisha played a clip of an unknown man alleging that Cassie had turned over tapes of Diddy's alleged depraved parties that involved multiple prominent people, including T.D. Jakes, who allegedly slept with multiple men at these parties. It's important to note that the wild claims are unsubstantiated allegations made on social media. However, that didn't stop people from taking to multiple social media platforms and reacting to the claims leading T.D. Jakes to trend on the internet. Jakes, who was often found hobnobbing with celebrities, including Diddy, was named America's Best Preacher by Time Magazine, as well as one of the nation's most influential and mesmerizing preachers by the New York Times. Lately, Diddy and TDJ's close friendship has come under scrutiny after the former was sued by multiple women alleging sexual misconduct by the hip-hop mogul and his associates. Diddy has been open about his admiration for the pastor whom he credited for helping him navigate through a dark period in his life. In 2021, Diddy and T.D. Jakes announced that they have collaborated to bring his exclusive sermon series to Revolt TV, the leading Black-owned multimedia platform, a recent TikTok video alleging that Diddy's former girlfriend Cassie has turned over evidence exposing the duo's crime has sparked disbelief online. There are also claims the pastor had exploited young men at Diddy's parties. Now, like I said when I started off this clip, don't shoot the messenger, folks. I just report what's trending. Let's take a listen to some of that report right now. Cassie has turned over substantial amounts of evidence to the feds. I'm told that after Cassie had a long conversation with Blank, I have to protect this person. They're going through a lot right now. And her lawyers, she finally was convinced to give up the videotapes and audio recordings that contain footage of S parties and other private gatherings that feature some pretty powerful and prominent people. I'm also told that multiple male escorts corroborated the fact that T.D. Jakes have slept with multiple men at Diddy's parties and abroad, and they refer to him as being a power bottom. Wow. It's also been said that a young male has acquired a lawyer to represent him as he is set to sue Jakes for an incident that took place when he was just years old. It's been said that the young man was forced to perform sloppy toppy. And I'm paraphrasing here, guys. You can actually put two and two together to understand what I'm trying to say. Oh. It's been said that the man's family were members of the Potter's House, but left the church in 2015. According to multiple church insiders, the parents were paid off to keep quiet. The guy's a grown man now and is seeking his own justice. It's been said that the young man doesn't even deal with his parents even to this day because they took hush money. According to Pastor Blank, and I have to protect this pastor, Bishop Jakes is about to get railroaded and all of his dirt will be exposed. That's why the bishop has quietly lawyered up. He sees his fall from grace coming. Well, that was a clip from the actual report. Now I want to ask a question. What is going on with these rich and powerful brothers? I can't understand it. Now I can't say that what's been said about T.D. Jakes being involved with P. Diddy's debauchery is true. All I can tell you is what has been reported. But this is crazy. I don't know, man. You tell me. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. And though we face divisive circumstances, I've witnessed people of many ethnicities, colors, and creeds choosing to stand together. But once this emotional push is gone, I pray that you're still there. 
Cause there's much work left to be done. Let's stand episode of the You Tell Me Show. On this episode, we discuss why hip-hop is meant to Christmas. We covered a brief history on the very first songs to get into the holiday music arena. We listened to the teacher-teacher himself, the one and only KRS-One, and his take on hip-hop and the Grammy Awards. Why did it take 50 years for us to be acknowledged? We have some blockbuster information on the latest scandal to hit the hip-hop airwaves. It involved P. Diddy and T.D. Jakes. I don't know what to think about that information. We'll have to wait and see what more comes out. I want to thank our artist contributors for allowing us to play their amazing tracks as always. Please look for them on all the media platforms. Please look for the You Tell Me Show on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Spotify. Please don't forget to press the support button so we can continue to bring you our content.
This is Professor Cass saying Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. Thank you for another year of listening to our show. We'll see you next week when we have our New Year's show rounding up 2023. Peace and love from the You Tell Me Show. Gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, and now fight for yours, man. You tell me. And 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 you tell me.